Welcome to the UDL Conversation Cafe, Universal Design for Learning podcast, where we hear from people who are designing and implementing strategies with the diverse needs of learners in mind. I'm your host, Teresa Lee. As we discussed in the previous episode, UDL is all about providing options and flexibility to reach and teach all learners. More importantly, it's about making teaching and learning both engaging and fun. In this episode, we'll meet Fabio, Sushiti, and Eric to explore the importance of building relationships with learners and providing options to motivate them to engage and learn. Hi, this is Fabiolini from CTAS. Uh, I teach uh, electrical engineering. Hi, my name is Srishti, and I am a math professor from the CTAS department as well. We need to bring fun back to learning. Um, the old fashioned way, um, I teach and you listen. One way, interaction, no other way. I've brought a friend and student of mine to this interview. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, uh, hello, my name is uh, Eric Charbonneau. So I'm a student of the electrical engineering program. I've been a student of Fabio's quite a few times throughout my uh, my program here. And uh, I'm really, really glad to be here uh, chatting about this topic with him today. Okay, good. That's good. You're, you're, you're excited, are you? I'm, I'm excited. excited. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, tell me, in your time that you've been here at Centennial College, um, some of the better experience, the fun experience, stuff that made it fun for you to learn, stuff that you say, oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, stuff that you'll maybe take away when you finally leave Centennial. What are some of the examples? You tell me. Um, let me think about this. Well, I mean, I think fun starts with the teacher, uh, to be honest with you. There, I, I really I really like this topic because um, I think that um, this word fun should be at the forefront of learning all the time. Uh, unfortunately, it's not always the case, but um, we're here to discuss that. So for me, um, I've had quite a few teachers. Actually, I have to give you props uh, because uh, most of your courses uh, have always been full of fun. Um, especially, Thanks. especially Thank for, you. Especially for, like, I remember, like, even just, um, you know, uh, test preparation, for example, you would uh, use this uh, Kahoot app. Um, you know, and quiz us and challenge us to think about uh, certain electrical terms. Uh, and it was fun because, uh, you know, the winner always got a bonus mark and, um, you know, the whole class was really, really engaged and everyone wanted to win. And it was just a lot of fun, right? And good preparation. Uh, I think it also calmed our nerves a little bit because you kind of showcased in these um, in these times like little you know, it gave us a sense of what kind of questions we could anticipate on the test. So, you know, I think that was really, really helpful. The Kahoot, I, I remember, was uh, really, really great. What about anything else? Anything else that might have uh, made it fun? I mean, other than other than Kahoot, I guess there's other Socrative and there's a few other ones that are out there. But Yeah, I think like, uh, oh, I, I remember also in your classes about... Um, a, a team-based approach too. So even like inst outside of Kahoot, uh, maybe you would uh, have these questions, you know, always had these questions prepared and you separated the class into two. And then uh, one member from each team would go to the board and the first one who got the answer would 
win a point for their team. So I think that was some more uh, test preparation. Um, but I, I mean, I remember also uh, in our math class, uh, our teacher, our lovely Shristi, <laughs> she, uh, when I talk about teachers and, and, and being fun, she's also pleasant and, um, you know, had, she brought a lot of energy in interacting with us uh, when we were learning more complex math problems, you know, challenging us to maybe go to the board and to, you know, kind of guide us. And But it wasn't just like a dry challenge, like, because she was always engaged with us and, you know, uh, very interactive. So uh, it was always a lot of fun as well. What are your challenges? Um, how do you engage? Uh, how do you go about this? I mean, you guys are math. Tell me. In my perspective, I find UDL just as a different approach, which is different from our traditional way of teaching. So my uh, ideology is make, making sure that the students are comfortable when they come to my class. Now, in the past, what I have done is I have decided to go with uh, introducing myself and then ask the class to introduce themselves. Sometimes they like to introduce themselves. Sometimes they like to introduce the person beside them. I think it established a very comfortable relationship with the student, which in the later run actually helps to build that nice relationship. Um, now, I do find that knowing the student's name is quite helpful for me. Um, I know it is, it's difficult and sometimes everybody's not so good at it. Uh, but I think over the period of time, I like to know my students. I like to associate a name with the face. And that kind of also makes it easier for me, for them to approach me as well as for me to approach them. Um, now for math, it's a little bit tough because doing a UDL in math, um, tips and pointers and external help is always needed and welcome. But previously what I used to do is if I explain them a concept, I used to take up a similar question in class and let those students discuss them. Uh, sometimes if the students are comfortable coming to the board and doing the, the question on the board, it is well appreciated. Um, and I encourage that practice because sometimes it's nice to see a question being done from a different perspective. Or, do you ever have any, any issues, say, with um, the shy ones? Uh, the shy ones will take a little bit longer to come to the board, especially if you are running a, let's say a review session in which everybody has decided to volunteer, then the shy ones do too. But it takes them a little bit longer to open up. And that's why I find that if you introduce yourself at the beginning of the class, um, and I think you have done a fabulous job in doing a small video of yourself, and also Thanks. know their and also know their names. It kind of encourages them to open up. And once they find others doing the same, um, it makes a very healthy classroom engaging environment. Um, now, I did try Kahoot prior to COVID, and I find Kahoot as a very interactive software. But I have also find that after COVID, Colt has put in a lot of effort into the other tools or interactive programs, uh, you may say. So we have Padlet that I've introduced after. Uh, I have introduced H5P, and I am eager to try Nearpod. 
So I find now because I cannot do the introductions in class, I find Padlet a great way of student introducing themselves. It also lets them know who the other student is. And sometimes when you have students who are all over the world, um, it kind of forms a nice interconnection between the students. Um, I have also tried Padlets to create groups, and I think it's a great platform. Um, I haven't, I would like to explore it further, but I guess it is for future. Uh, H5P is also another inter nice interactive tool. I have embedded it in the course. Once you are done with the topic, you have some questions, the student can try the questions and check for themselves if it's correct or not. And I am trying it as a test review this time. So I have posted the question ahead of time. And hopefully, hopefully by the end, you can uh, tell us how it goes, uh, see if it actually works. Sure, why not? Yeah, that, would, that would be great. Um, and one more thing I would like to add, actually, I picked it up from a student it, uh, the, and I really liked it, is um, I did a couple of video recordings because I had to do constructions. So the recordings were done by me and uploaded on eCentennial. And the assignment that followed was just asking the students to submit a hard copy, scan the hard copy and submit it for the assignment. But I really appreciated that one of the students actually did a video recording of his own work and uploaded it as an assignment. So that's another way the students can express compared to the traditional way of just doing the, the diagram or construction on paper. It's just to record it just like I did. So I'm hoping that kind of encourages or there might be other ways we can look into this matter, uh, especially from a math perspective. So what, what, what would you what would you say are our um, keywords that we could probably take away from this? Um, what, what would you what would what would you think would be one of those keywords? I think the keywords are to make sure that you have a healthy interaction going on in the class and that every student feels engaged. Beautiful. So every student feels that they're part of the group. So the interaction is what uh, could make it fun, I guess. So important, uh, so yeah. I find. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. Um, so, I mean, you're going to leave this place one day. Yes. Or maybe, if we, <laughs> or if we kick you out, I guess. Maybe. Um, hopefully, you will remember some of these uh, um, fun interactions. Um, like I said, uh, we got to take away um, or get rid of the old-fashioned way of doing it, I suppose. Uh, no one way anymore. Um, actually, believe it or not, Eric, it makes it fun for me as well. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it as well. Um, I, I know. I know. We got in trouble with a few. Uh, we did a few things. I think we did a debate. Um, we had fun with it. The solar debate. The solar debate. <laughs> um, I think I got in trouble with uh, the classroom next door to us. Oh. I think we were a little too loud. But I mean, they were jealous. They, they were, were jealous. jealous. Yes, they were. We were having so much uh, fun that day. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you know what? Like uh, for me too, it's enjoyable um, rather than just sitting and marking and that. Uh, yeah. I think so, yeah. It's important. I think like even when I think about um, even when I think about uh, when we just met you, uh, I remember you came into the class and you showed us this video about, you know, who's this person that we're going to be interacting with? And the video was so fun and uh, pleasant and it just it brought us closer or more trusting of you. Anyway, you, you kind of like made yourself a person and not the professor, right? So you, Thanks. 
Thanks. really like opened up that energy for your whole class. I think you do that probably. For, well, yeah, you do because the following class you did the you had done the same thing. I just remember uh, how. I mean, if you ask any student about Fabiolini, <laughs> I mean, believe me, they remember all of your uh, your fun interactive programs. So yeah, super. Uh, we really appreciate it too. Thank you very very much. Um, I'm hoping to keep the fun still in there, and hopefully we can get some other professors to jump in as well. I think that would be a great idea. Hopefully you can spread the joy. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much, Eric. And uh, we'll see you at graduation. Yes, thanks for having me. Thank you. <laughs> see ya. Thank you for joining our UDL Conversation Cafe. We hope this episode has inspired you to reflect on, on different ways in which you build rapport and engage with your learners in the classroom. Are you a Centennial faculty or staff? If you would like to join the hosts of our podcast episodes and other colleagues for a deeper live conversation on UDL, join us at UDL Conversation Cafe Monthly Circle. You can find more information in the cold calendar or the upcoming cold compendium in your email. In the next few episodes, we will meet another faculty member for a deeper dive into the principles of UDL as an inclusive teaching framework. We invite you to listen and subscribe to the Centennial College Podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.